This morning, as COVID cases mount across the country, the mass debate is intensifying. People are very passionate on both sides of the great mass debate. The partisan mass debate is heating up. Mass debate's growing. The president is trying to have us cover the mass debate. CBS, Target, and Walgreens are getting in on the mass debate. The mass debate now taking center stage at local restaurants. It's nine minutes after six now, and there's new video of a raging mass debate. The mass debate in Georgia is getting ugly. The great mass debate in West Virginia might soon be coming to an end. This mass debate is far from over. How many mass debates have you gotten into? Love to hear it. The mass debate was taken to a whole nother level. Bishop David Zubik tells Pittsburgh's Action News 4 he found himself in the middle of a mass debate. And we'll dive deeper into this pet store mass debate. So we're going to begin with this thing we're calling the great mass debate. Hello and good evening. My name is Josh and I'm joined as always by Aaron and Bob, we are the folks who can help you find the method of the madness, reason and the unreasonable, make sense out of nonsense, because this is okay, hear me out. Aaron and Bob, how are you doing this evening? Very good, very good. How are you guys? Good. Yeah, I'm doing good. I've so, recovered from, like, a hangover that, like, went to my bone marrow, so I'm, I feel great today. Tell me more about your bone marrow. You, you could feel your bones rotting from within. It was like when you have those like you have that hangover where you're just in like this feverish like you feel like you're going to throw up all day and you have to take like seven beer shits like the whole day and you're just like sweating and dying. I don't know if that's just because I'm like fat, but goddamn it. Well, it's brutal. I did that uh, the second day at your farm. <laughs> <laughs> that will happen. It was a little rough. Yep. So, have you guys had any masturbates recently? I'm sorry, <laughs> masturbates. I'm sorry. I didn't. Oh, that's so masturbate. Odd. Okay. Um, yeah. Huh. I've sworn off uh, mas- masturbates for uh, Jesus. <sighs> okay. Yeah, isn't it like a uh, no masturbate uh, uh, November or whatever? So, I- I'm not the only one that-, that thinks they're saying masturbate the whole time, right? No, I mean, again, they don't even try to pronounce a K. Fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> don't patronize uh, me or the listeners with explaining that fucking joke. Goddamn. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, but what are we really here to talk about tonight? Uh, we're here to talk about cults. Um, so I found this interesting article about cults and cult behavior and cult mentality and everything like that so we have i found an article here and it's from someone that worked uh, in I, I believe the fbi i think it gets in here in the article but she worked as a um criminal investigator with all of these different patterns of behaviors that they found in in cults and everything like that and i, I feel like there's some ties to current world events that are going on particularly the masturbate and particularly um the race riots and the race protests going on right now in the united states like i i don't know maybe i can uh give you the rundown here and explain my reasoning with this and see what you guys think about it right yeah i mean i'm probably preliminarily i'm probably on board and i would just add like six more groups to that cult uh that cult like categorization but keep going what what groups would you add just offhand um i would add i would add 
like MAGA hat wearing boomers. I would add, like you said, BLM. I would add like you know your typical like blue hair SJW types. Um, we've gotten into like this this thing where everyone has this core set of opinions that they didn't even come up with on their own. They're just like agreeing with the team and any deviation outside of that they uh lose their mind and freak out like they're four-year-old babies aaron (laughs) not a team player don't you even care about the greater good the greater good i i have noticed that too like they they dissolve into acting like children a lot of the time when when questioned on their ideology or even um like they're very lowbrow principles that they try to push on everyone but well like go ahead well one thing that um in my opinion um that i i've just come to notice this is if uh if you come to an opinion if you come to a conclusion on your own like you started off not having an opinion on something and then you eventually work through it and come to your own conclusion on something when somebody disagrees with you you actually don't have an angry reaction because you actually are more empathetic already with that not thinking that way in the first place. Well, when something's been placed in you, like an idea has been pl- placed in you and enforced from an outside source into you, you actually have an angry reaction about it because you don't know how to defend your position anymore. And you actually start to, you have an angry reaction. And that's actually how you know you've been like, had a thought indoctrinated into you uh yes that's i, a good, I have that's an angry a reaction point. people are placing and forcing things into me um sorry go on bob that's a good point because w- when you learn an opinion from someone else rather than um like logically g- coming to that conclusion by yourself you you th- you thought of those particular examples and you thought it through in the multiple variables and the multiple situations that said scenario could occur and you've already hashed that all those out if you've learned that opinion from someone else like a talking head on like corporate news or something like that you haven't thought it out and so you're caught on the fly and then your tempers rise up because it's like oh shit i'm looking like a fucking asshole right now i have to lash out a little bit it's like a natural human response to not doing the work right yeah within the argument it's literally the same exact response as when a kid finds out the Santa's not real. He's like, <laughs> no, he's definitely, I know he is. Fuck you. Like, he just freaks out. Like, it, it's a panic attack of, like, your worldview being shattered and, um, or, or just being disagreed with on that level. Like, you thought everyone thought like you on that. And, um, and it's just an anger reaction. If, they, if the first reaction that you have to something, an adverse opinion, is anger, start to really dive into why you believe that because somebody put that there that wasn't you. Um, like I, I'm I, well right now, like, you know, one of the things this is going to sound dumb, but, uh, I'm fairly religious. Like you wouldn't think that cause I'm such a stupid asshole, but I never was. I'm like, <laughs> I was always never, very, never a stupid asshole or very religious. <laughs> uh, very religious. The okay. stupid asshole part hasn't changed. But like the, uh, I, I was pretty much atheist, agnostic at best, uh, my whole life. And beco- coming to like a like creationism, and, you know, conclusion. 
anybody that disagrees with that, and I mean, you're talking about something that's pretty fundamental, like fundamentally important to somebody's life, um, you know, how they believe in that regard. Uh, if somebody disagrees with that, I don't care at all. Like, I totally understand how you see the other side. Um, I know why I think the way I think. I'll, you know, talk to somebody about it, but I won't get angry about it at all because I've thought that fucking through a lot. And uh, it just, you do, it doesn't have the same effect on you. Anger is never one of the emotions I feel. Somebody being like, God's dead, fuck you. Like, I totally get why they think that. So it doesn't bother me at all. Yeah, well, and also, well, if you get an immediate reaction from, from someone where if, if the only thing that you say is, I'm not buying into this. Like, I don't believe it. I personally, you, you just give the offhand comment. Yeah, that's okay. That's not my kind of thing or something like that. And they, in, they immediately flare up and be like, what? Like, and they, they start with like the ad hominem attacks and just like kind of like the verbal abuse kind of side of things when it comes to like debating, like political or ideological, um, principles like if, if you get an immediate reaction of hostility right out the gate just by stating that you don't agree with them like that's a big red flag in, in terms of these things because that well a they've probably been surrounded by people that agree with them entirely in the first place and and b they've probably been convinced of the fact that anyone that thinks differently than them is some level of malicious evil like scumbag you know like uh, pick any of them or all of them kind of thing right? well that's how they usually defend it is they usually attack the person's character as opposed yeah. to their idea because they don't want to think about the idea that's different than theirs though so they must they want to assume that that person's a bad person so if you start immediately attacking character instead of the idea that's adverse from yours also a sign of indoctrination yeah, yeah and so, okay. let's also step <clears throat> step back a second bob you're describing uh, people who are, uh, you know, their little filter bu bubble surrounded by people who think the same way and have an idea of what right think is and that people who think differently are bad people. What sort of organization does that sound like? Oh, God, you're making me point fingers already? You know what that <laughs> sounds like? You know what that sounds like to me right now? Get back on topic, but you can... You I'm can sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, well, it sounds like a cult, but, but specifically in this, in our current situation right now and uh, the... 4th of August the mass 2020, the, the mass wears, <laughs> BLM, um, the climate change people, you know what I mean? Like it, just about everything political, it, it, it's in this category. And and this is why I, I keep trying to tell people like this is like a, a religious fanaticism that is gone with your ide ideology that is not religious in upon itself. It's just the way that you're that you're going about your ideology happens to be cult-like or like religious you, do you understand what i'm saying now, so yes now now what if i were to say that your your two oppositions to some of these these thoughts and groups uh weren't your your so-called own ideas and free thinking but that uh bob that you're just a no agenda fanboy and that aaron you're just a no invention fanboy that that's where your real religiosity came from and bob that's where your uh whatever came from i totally get what you mean but yeah. like here, here's the thing, uh, you know, because I am a huge, uh, you know, like a huge Owen fanboy. I can't uh, deny that. I will never be dishonest on here. But like, um, at, like try you if you try to actually examine if I'm in a cult, like just go ahead and, and like, what do I think that's different than 
the the group. Um, there's things like it, it, if all of somebody's ideals don't just line up with the group, like that's a good way to do it. Or if they don't get mad when you're explaining why you might agree with somebody. Like I happen to like him because I agree with a lot of his fucking message. It's great. I don't. I don't agree with him everything. Like, you know, he starts talking about, like, how giants are real and shit. And I'm like, I don't know about that. I have no proof of that. So I can't <laughs> be on board with that. But, um, yeah, I can see how somebody would think it was a cult. But that's really what it boils down to. Do you, is, what are the consequences of me disagreeing? They're yeah, there we go. You described it perfectly. There aren't consequences or you're not kicked out of the group immediately if you disagree with one little point or something that the leader says or the, no. the doctrine says. And uh, you, you're able to have your own thoughts, and you still have your own thoughts and disagreements within the group. So there we go. Uh, Aaron confirmed at least not no own Benjamin cultist, you know, and some other yeah. capacities maybe, but yeah, not there. Give me time. I, you know, uh, yeah, I yes, of course. One. And I'm a, I'm a fanboy of No Agenda for sure. I love the way that they deconstruct what the media says, the narrative that they try to portray, and then how they deep dive into the narrative from every other media station. And then figure out the facts behind it, and then kind of a narrative. And uh, this is not a paid advertisement out. for anyone wondering. Yeah, it, it's not. It's just <laughs> you should definitely become a, a No Agenda listener because no it, it can definitely pull you out of the like. It, if you watch mainstream media, or if you watch corporate media, or listen to corporate media, like at all, you will find yourself like in this weird headspace where. Every little thing that they try to do tries to pull an emotional cord with you, whether it's trying to put you in fear of your own life, your your loved one's life, or try to make some moral enemy out of someone. That's all they ever try to do, and it becomes so apparent when you when you listen to the deconstruction of the media itself. And it, it helps you take a step back out of these things, and I obviously don't agree with everything that they say, and that's okay. Like... No one's out there like giving me shit about it or anything like that either. Like it's not even the fact that they shun me and kick me out of the group. It's literally the fact it's like, okay, well, maybe that's not so reasonable to postulate that opinion. Maybe we'll talk it through. That, that's kind of like the responses I've always gotten from from that kind of uh, inner circle of the no agenda crowd. It, it's so what are some Well, what are some uh, what are some groups that you would consider a modern day cult or exhibits cult like behavior? Uh, Can we compile a list? What's our top five right now? I, I would have to say the 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 corporate um, like BLM uh, organization. I would I would definitely say that at this point, especially the people that tout and and um, and support the Robin D'Angelo um, oh uh, white fragility white type tears of narrative. Are violence. Yeah, I, I think that's one of the biggest cults because, like, if you try to deny anything that they ever say, they just they're just like, oh, okay, well, this guy's a racist and a part of the problem. They they immediately turn you into the evil doer in the situation when all you do is disagree with them or don't even want to play along with their narrative. Like, if if you give any resistance or any apathy towards what they're saying, they throw you into the problematic category. That's actually my favorite part is the the uh, the groups that your apathy is also violence. That yes. that's part like I just don't care. I don't want to do it. But then like just don't come to me like 
like proselytizing to me about your dumb bullshit because like I don't do that to other people. I'm not like out there being like you. You know, do you, what? Or do you want kids? Are you having children? Or what's your plans on that? Uh, you're evil. You're you're <laughs> you're not helping the. You know, what I, it's just so stupid. Where it's um. Well, I'll give a okay. quick example well, for the appetite. The proselytizing but, in general is just the bad part. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I'll, I'll give a quick example um, for the the uh, not immediately acting on something or not being involved in that, um, which which will tie to my topic later. Is a uh, so um, Scott Snyder, currently the, the top writer at DC Comics, he, he was spending a weekend with his family or something, and there was this uh, trend going through the comic comic book Twitter where everyone had to have their um, I, I will not be a rapist pledge. And it was just pretty much exactly that, where you like you, you just copy and paste. It's, it's, what? It's pretty much a copy pasta where you have this thing, and it's uh, I will not sexually assault people, uh, protect women, something, something. And it, there was like a week or two where it was just going, going around on Twitter, and it was the stupidest thing ever. And just one writer happened to be spending a weekend with his family was, you know, a few days after everyone else or just like didn't, you know, make a point of signing this stupid thing. And uh, he was getting shit for it. That's an example oh my of uh, uh, one thing I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my. That is the that is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. Well, and you see if I can find a copy of it uh, while, while we're on it. But, so but can, you, uh, you, you see the same mentality with, like, uh, uh, corporations coming out with, like, support for BLM and everything like that, too. Because it's oh, like, yeah, yeah. If you don't have a okay, little black who, box on your Twitter, on yeah, your Instagram. Yeah, whoever didn't do the black box on Twitter or Instagram or their social media accounts and who haven't publicly, publicly come out in support of BLM, then they're a target. They're, they're automatically a target. It, it, you see this in sports. Like, any sports or any athlete that doesn't kneel for the um, the national anthem, all of a sudden is like, he's the most horrible person on the fucking planet. He needs to be fired from his job. It's like, what the fuck? Like, what if he just doesn't, like, that's not his jam. What if he has other priorities in his life? He has other things going on. Like, there could be a thousand different factors for why this person is not jumping aboard your, your Silence cause. is violence, Bob. Silence is violence. <laughs> uh, white silence is violence. Excuse you very much. I think uh, Bill Cosby would argue (laughs) (laughs) the opposite. (laughs) Well, once they once they go silent, he gets where he gets violent. Okay. Okay. So, Uh, uh, graphic. Uh, Men in comics say no. I pledge to never abuse, harass, groom, or manipulate women and all people of marginalized genders and sexes. Hold myself accountable for my own action, et cetera, et cetera. It's like this whole. I'll, I'll share These are for chat. comic book readers. These are uh, comic, for comic book, book uh, fans? Uh, write, like writers and artists. They couldn't groom their dog. <laughs> like they can't groom themselves. <laughs> let alone, you're talking about the guys that like are impo- they impossibly can't get any girl to like them. Like they they can't look people in the eye. They're so autistic. Like these are not the people that you got to be worried about. Like raping somebody. Oh my god! Well, I wouldn't yeah, I say the that. chat case. You want to take a look at it, but uh, <laughs> it's no, it's it's just yeah, with the resurgence of the Me sure, Too movement recently. I'm pretty sure the the first like 15 percent of the people that posted the, those comments like have done some sketchy shit with women in the oh, past. Like, yeah, I can guarantee the first people that came up with this idea. It's like, guys, I'm totally not a sexual abuser. I I totally respect not women. anymore. <laughs> I totally. I'm talking form. about. I'm talking about in like the social sexual hierarchy where it's like uh, omegas, the people that are like the outcasts. They're the ones that like shoot up the school when they finally snap, but they're not like the rapists. 
Um, so, like, those are those people get attacked a lot, actually. Like the incels, the incels are the ones that get attacked as being like rapists, and the alphas. The incels the alpha are, can already get laid and don't rape anybody. Yeah, like, both I both bet. ends of the bell curve are getting attacked for some reason. I don't understand why. As long as you're in the center of the bell curve and compliant with what people are demanding of you, right? That that seems to be the safe spot. Okay. Yeah, it's the it's the it's I mean it's the gammas. They're the ones. They're the ones with like alpha aspirations and are above average intelligence, but are you know, just don't have that natural charisma. Those are the people. Those are the ones that end up being like the guys that are like, I'm an ally to women and here, join my improv comedy uh, troupe and then like here's a drink that I definitely laced with eight eight different <laughs> drugs. <laughs> Uh, well, that's definitely coming right out of the mouth of uh, Owen Benjamin right there, uh, dropping the game. Yeah, yeah. Actually <laughs> that's actually Fox Day, but oh, okay, uh, yeah, yeah, that shit's great. Like the that really you can um you can really apply that to a lot of people in your life of where you fall in that category, and uh, like really make good predictions on people's personality and how they'll react in certain situations. That's true. Yeah, I, I've so kind of taken the gamma thing. I've I've kind of taken the gamma thing as to like I I've been labeling people people as gammas in my life and it's is it's helped me a lot just to get away from those people kind of thing and to like when you know, figure it out when you figure it out and you know how to deal with them kind of thing like you don't you don't have to like distance from them or anything like that but there's a certain way to like handle them and to kind of put them in their place socially and stuff like that. yeah and they but, want to feel really special and if they feel slighted they freak out. Like, they attack you like an alpha would attack you if they... But they don't have the charm to do it properly, so it just turns out disastrously. Yeah. <laughs> like... Okay, well, I think that was a good introduction into the cult conversation, so... <laughs> uh, we should do, actually, a whole episode on the social sexual hierarchy. Just, uh, you know, we'll ignore it for now, but... I, I think that, that would that be interesting, really yeah. interesting. Yeah. But I like Wait, the, is, is, the there like whole... a, is there a test we can take? Is there, like, a survey we can take to see which one we, we fall in? I probably, but it's it's. Uh, I want this to just, be really dumb. Just figure it out. Like your peers can figure <laughs> okay, that out. Yeah, like, I know. Go through Any it. reasonable person can. But I want this to be really dumb. What what's that one personality test that the Fortune 500 companies give out? Uh, the Myers Briggs, or is it the um, the Myers Briggs success yeah. factors one? There's the other one. The, 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 the ITNJ one. Yeah, it's ITNJ one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, I I think that would be a, a pretty good uh, way to indicate. Maybe I don't know. I've always thought that was bullshit. At the end of the day, but it's it's funny that it's funny to listen to the people that actually believe in the Myers Briggs because <laughs> it's like, man, well, it's you're fucking... fine, but. It's a fine classification of people, but it's um, you have to know that everybody taking it is being honest because the questions are painfully obvious as to what the outcome on the test is going to be. Yes, yes. So a lot of times you're, it, well, what you're doing is that what they end up doing is instead of being actually honest with themselves on the test, they just put how they want themselves to be and not what they are. And so that's the problem with those tests. It's completely honor system. I read this. Uh, I read a good business book. Um, uh, triggers something something. But uh, one of one of the fa uh, metrics that the the guy uses is uh, talking to say a, a corporate uh, board team or effectively the people who work with someone um, to get their opinions of him of strengths and weaknesses rather than the person trying to define themselves or present themselves sell themselves how they want to be seen. You know, get the people who actually work with them or are close with them. 
and get a picture of who the person actually is. And that, that's the problem, like you're saying, with taking a test like the Myers-Briggs test is you try to present yourself and sell yourself a certain way, looking into the sets where you think certain things about yourself, where uh, you know, whereas that may not be the most accurate depiction of your actual strengths, weaknesses, thoughts, beliefs, etc. Okay. Hmm. I, um... Well, hold on. Let's let's get the fuck off the so the, yes, 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 the yes. Personality typing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, let's, go, let's get back into the call. Well, yeah. It, back in the call. Here's another uh, example of like cult like behavior right now, and I'm just going to present this to you in like one quick way here. Um, look at the mask people versus the unmasked people right now. Who out of that group? <laughs> Just had a new intru- new idea introduced to them externally. So they've had an external idea implanted in them that something is very important to do right now. And if you question it, what? how do they react? Do they react with a debate? Do they act, no, no, see here, here's my opinion on it. Oh, I understand why you think what you think. But Or do they react with violent, aggressive anger and freak out like a screeching girlfriend that just found you with like another chick in your bed like they freak out Aaron. and it's the the mass people are like exhibiting that cult like behavior they even have a fucking uniform yeah the, and the uniform is the mask and the yeah. behavior you see all the time on social media posts where they're screaming bloody fucking murder at someone in like a lowe's that isn't wearing a mask while they're like 20 feet away from them like oh my god you're, you're fucking murdering people Right? Like, that that's their response. Yeah, you don't see the unmasked people yelling at people with masks saying, Take them off, it's fucking fake! Wah! Like, freaking <laughs> out. It's it's only the other way around. It's it's exactly what I was talking about leading into this. It's it's if you've had an idea implanted into you, and you, don't even, you haven't even worked it out yourself, your only reaction will be fucking angry. Anger. It'll be flailing out. It'll be like anger, annoyed. You don't want to hear anything, any dissenting opinion because you've already had this opinion put in you by repetition and social reinforcement by just a lot of people doing it. That is the um, only two Aaron, things enforcing this. Aaron and Bob, I believe you're, you're forgetting uh, uh, that the mask thing is an exception because it follows uh, the very objective principles of science and public health. And, and Fuck off. It, you know, it's, it's a bit different, too, because <laughs> it's not like we just have the idea implanted in us. There's plenty of evidence uh, brought to our attention, uh, plenty of personal anecdotal experience of how masks have saved lives. Isn't that right? Totally. If somebody... <laughs> if, to, if, if, if even 90% of the people... If, if if a not even ninety percent, like sixty percent, if a if a decent if I had somewhat of a majority of the people wearing masks came to that conclusion because they were looking at evidence, they would sit there and they would tell you like, hey, this is why I think it's important. You know, stay six feet. This is why because I you know this and this and this and this. And they'd have their argument laid out because they would have gone step by step until they reached the conclusion that the responsible thing to do was to wear a mask, and they wouldn't have already had that conclusion to start with already implanted on them and then had the conclusion enforced like a barricade around that conclusion. And that's why you can't have a talk with any of these people here. You're like, Hey, based on the, you know, like me, I get in somewhere where I don't have a mask and I'm like, Hey, I look at the CDC numbers. We're on the same death rate as was projected. 
the the everything every other cause of death is down the and the numbers just aren't there for me to warrant this so i feel like it's more important to not wear the mask because of uh my worries about government tyranny uh and corporate tyranny over what this disease potentially could be if it exists based on the numbers like and that's the that's where i came to as a conclusion of looking at data and those people that wear the mask, the ones in the cult, they don't want to hear that shit at all. They they don't care about your reasons at all. They already know the right answer, and that's been enforced by everyone around them. It's the easiest decision to make. Everyone around them told them to think that. If you don't do it, you're killing grandma. They don't know why you're killing grandma, but they know that you're <laughs> killing grandma, and they will tell you about it with a religious fervor that is unmatched. It's almost like news media and politicians uh, have been uh, somewhat irresponsible in eliciting this this emotional reaction, emotional appeal in everyone, uh, rather than almost. properly informing people. <laughs> almost. 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 You know, I, almost. Okay. almost. Well, I was thinking, too, uh, our, our mutual friend Jaeger had shared with us uh, some, some uh, info and actual data on uh, masks and, like, non-masks, masks, what they, uh, whatchamacallit, like how far a sneeze goes, um, if it, you know, we need each case and for different types of masks and like actual real data, we can make an opinion for yourself whether or not it's worth wearing it or whether like inside it will not make a difference or whether the cloth masks are kind of useless uh, in, mo- well, in most in most practical scenarios. Um, you know what's of, hilarious yeah. is if they wanted to tell me if they wanted to bring that in, I'd listen to that. Yes, and if you bring that, if you bring that to a mask person, they will go. You don't know. You're not a doctor. Bruh. Like the immediate appeal to authority, like an immediate logical fallacy. And then everyone's doing it. Why don't you? Another log- lo- you know, logical fallacy. It's just, it's insane. The it, That is right now the number one cult. I, I think that has to take top spot in our top five right now is compliance. Mass, the mass. Science. All right. Wait. The mass over the BLM. Uh, totally for me. This but is, keep going. If you want to make a case that BLM's a worse cult. <laughs> well, I, I want to get into the behaviors and conditions practiced by cults first. So we can start identifying them okay. and, and tying them into these A, the mass people, and B, the B, BLM people. So, okay. So we have six conditions practiced by cults. It, it summarizes here, cults are defined by their methods and practices, not their supposed beliefs. So a cult, doesn't, it doesn't have to be religious. It's just the way that they go about convincing these people that these things are true and what, what they should believe in. Cults and cult-like thinking always proliferate at times of great social upheaval when people feel displaced. <laughs> wow, like a fucking global pandemic. Uh, <laughs> let's put that one out there. Uh, or fucking race riots right we're, we're tying both of those in yeah presidential elections I actually, do, I, actually i'm like, listening to also these. qualifies yeah i'm listening to these to see how many uh owen benjamin's group checks off here i'm so excited <laughs> so far that's not one of them that that started two years ago so okay. excuse me cancel culture is a great social upheaval that has been plaguing the nation for uh much more than yes. four years. Of this and, and that That's is true. A, there was a lot of racism two years ago. Still, that is a <laughs> method and a tactic. By the way, if you don't comply, we will fucking get you fired. We will get you out of uh, any employable job ever. We will make you homeless. Get the fuck out of here, kind of thing. Like that. That is a part of the method and the tactic that they use. 
All right. So moving on to the second one. Cults always serve a powerful elite uh, with recruits manipulated from above to profit those elites who employ coordinate persuasion programs. So there's none of that. So far, I'm safe. So far, they haven't hit a single cult tactic yet. For for the Owen Benjamin cult? Yeah, yeah, for for my personal cult. I want to just see it, make sure I'm not in a cult. Well, I'm safe so far on all three. There's large donation factors coming in for BLM. Right. Uh, th- there's a yes. lot of money going in there for the corporate BLM, the people that actually have the run and own the website and take in donations for a nonprofit organization. Uh, and then for for the mass um, cult, you have essentially the pharmaceutical agency. Right. It's turning these people into hypochondriacs for the purpose of selling them and marketing them fucking drugs that they do not need at the end of the day. Right. Not even just that. Just yes. look at all the, the businesses being closed down. How much money is Bezos yanking down oh, right now yeah. during this whole thing? I mean, there's, there's so many people that have such a vested interest in this continuing. It's ridiculous. All but we're going to have left. Ask people, but all, all we're going to have left is Amazon.com and fucking like Taco Bell and McDonald's at the end of the day. All like the, the private restaurants and, <laughs> and like private companies, like they're all going to be shut down by the end of this. The only people that still get to open are like fucking McDonald's and like UPS, essentially. So it's a oh, Jesus. Don't All worry, right. Amazon will start making their own fucking restaurants and they'll drone strike it right <laughs> in your fucking mouth. Perfect. That's what I've always wanted while watching a Star Wars film. Actually, hopefully, <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, fucking, uh, they realize that food is too dangerous and Bill Gates can inject food directly into my fucking veins from now on. That's what I'm waiting for. There you go. Third, cults always have a hidden agenda that is never exposed when recruiting. They also isolate the recruits from other points of view in order to control and manipulate them. Well, I mean, like the whole argument with like the echo chamber, echo chamber comes out, right? The the BLM does it um, in regard. This is more from the top, though. Like you gotta yes. you gotta decipher this one. This one can be argued. It's hard to object. It's it's hard to objectively say what their hidden agenda is without them trying to pull it off and getting caught or pulling it off. And yeah, Yes, but the isolation of different views is a very big one, though, because everyone talks about echo chambers these days, right? And it's like, I've met people where it's like, I, 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 I put out a general statement about not buying in into their um, Robin D'Angelo bullshit, and they just flipped out saying like i've never heard of such ignorance before and like all this stuff and it's like of course you haven't you live in fucking portland oregon like <laughs> i have to admit this one they might with the isolation of views on owen's live streams he does ban people that come on being like you're wrong about this he's just like banned so he might have a hidden agenda and and isolation of views that might be i might check one of the boxes right now on cult so the the cult I'm just trying to be fair Oh, you, well, yeah, that, that's true. I, I have seen that firsthand, um, and I understand where you're coming from that. But if you get back into the mask cult, what, what you see from there is literally tech companies, which happened just this week, where they a bunch of doctors came out, frontline doctors that are working in ERs and hospitals and shit, came out and said hydroxychloroquine with zinc and like all the other stuff that we give to patients early on in their infection with COVID-19 and actually helps them. It has like a 99.9% like recovery rate. 
and they got removed from YouTube. They got removed from Facebook. They got removed from Twitter. They got removed from every social media account. Every corporate news station came out and said, this is like, you should not be listening to this. And they did everything in their power to discredit the doctors that came forward. And they only got one. They only got one of them with her demons. You want to have a, if you want to have a corporate job at all right now, you have to have the opinion that all the precautions are a good thing and we're all going to get through this together and you're really tough and strong. You can't just, you can't have like a job as a radio host, a radio personality. And if you have the opinion that I guys, I don't think this is, I don't think this is anything to worry about. You'll get fired. You'll get a job lynch mob. So that is real. Like, Oh yeah. I can't listen to AM radio anymore. It's 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 mentioned COVID is the only thing they fucking talk about and it's mentioned about once every 30 seconds. Oh, a uh, radio stations these days it's nothing they say nothing for like 3 hour 4 hour periods at a time. They literally say nothing. There's no substance in anything they ever say or report. It's it's the most Oh my god, it's the most driveling bullshit I've ever heard in my life. And Bob, speaking saying, of Josh? hydroxychloroquine and all of this uh, disinformation that these compromised doctors are feeding us, uh, do you do you have the clip? <laughs> uh, from Neil Cavuto. I believe that's it. Yes. All right, here we go. On patients there and those who took it in a vulnerable population, including those with respiratory or other conditions, they died. I want to stress again, they died. If you are in a risky population here and you are taking this as a preventative uh, treatment to ward off the virus or in a worst case scenario, you are dealing with the virus and you are in this vulnerable population, it will kill you. I cannot stress enough. This will kill you. So again, whatever benefits the president says this has and, and certainly has had for those suffering from malaria, dealing with lupus, this is a, a leap that, that should not be taken casually by those watching at home or assuming, well, the president of the United States says it's okay. Uh, even Thank you, Dr. Cavuto. <laughs> I want to follow that up as well with a, a paragraph from Wikipedia talking about the adverse effects of hydroxychloroquine. For prolonged treatment, adverse effects include the, the acute symptoms plus altered eye pigmentation, acne, anemia, bleaching of hair, blisters in mouth and eyes, blood disorders, cardi cardiomyopathy, convulsions, vision difficulties, diminished reflexes, emotional changes, excessive coloring of the skin, hearing loss, hives, itching, liver problems or liver failure, loss of hair and muscle paralysis, weakness or atrophy, nightmares, psoriasis, reading difficulties, tinnitus, skin inflammation and scaling, skin rash, vertigo, weight loss, and occasionally urinary incontinence. Does that sound like a safe drug to you? <laughs> I mean, if you look sounds, at the side of it, it's, it's a less of an effect than most of the, <laughs> than like every point, other Aaron. medicine where they have some like middle-aged menopausal woman singing in a field and then it's like, may cause uh, involuntary shitting of your pants and uh, death. Yeah. yeah, the people on TV speak <laughs> a lot faster than me and uh, somehow speak for longer. Somehow, whatever drug they're trying to sell during evening news uh, segments are more dangerous than that giant list I just read that include nightmares. But also, what's he talking about certain vulnerable population? I would love to know <laughs> what segment. Well, you're talking about people yeah, like, with uh, what, what they call uh, comorbidity. In hospice? And, uh, people like, living in the affordable housing. How fucking, how vulnerable is he talking about that he had to pull numbers from? He didn't even give numbers, but to where the death rate is like uh, uh, concerning at least. Well, how, what population is that? I would love to know. Is it 75 and up? 
Like, I think he's referring to people that are uh, the age above the, the average lifespan of Americans. Yeah, it's like exactly. If you're 78 Just or like older... Just like all people that die yeah. of COVID. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Now, Bob, what is the next characteristic of a cult? Uh, controlling of the language in order to blunt independent thought. They cultivate dependency, debilitation, deception, dread of separation... And desensitization in people, all of which makes it harder for them to walk away. So, the controlling of language is huge. And I think you see this most of the time in the BLM factor, where they've literally changed the definition of racism. They've (laughs) literally changed the definition of racism from what we've all learned it was back before probably 2010 like probably 2005 might have been like the earliest point where you can get a decent education on like fucking race relations and shit like that but it's gone to that point where it's racism is privilege plus power (laughs) influence on to some like minority group that is lesser than them you know what i mean it's like they've non-white minority group yeah, they, they've controlled the language. They, they won't allow you to say certain words. There are words out there that are more hideous than the word Voldemort in fucking Harry Potter. And it's like none of them got that fucking... None of them understood that lesson from that child, that child story that we all read as a kid. They didn't internalize it enough. They didn't understand what they were trying to say in that novel. Are you saying that Voldemort is the gamer word? Uh, oh wow! You're dropping hard G's in here. Like, don't even, don't even try <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> Goodness. Uh, and I, well, I'm thinking after this discussion here, we might have to change the definition of cult because Aaron is definitely in a cult. Owen Benjamin is definitely a cult leader. And then, if if we're not checking any more boxes here, then this these characters no policing wrong. language either. No, hold on. No, no policing <laughs> language either. Uh, there's uh there is no uh, acceptable language to speak like that that is a huge thing uh i would argue it's not really the blm people although all it's a i think blm is a subset of like the sjws it's like it's like these it's where the ultra sjws go like uh because that is kind of they're like the language cops and have been for like at least five or six years now it's it's almost it's so it's fucking insufferable and i can't take it yeah, and, and you see the, the language control mostly from them, too. You, you don't see it a lot from the, the mass cult. I mean, you see it in the sense where doctors are literally, again, being... This has to do with like the echo chamber um, idea, but they are like pulling doctors like off of social media and stuff like that, frontline doctors that do know what they're talking about, but they're not pushing the same narrative that like Dr. Fauci and, and approved experts... So there's experts, you know, and then there's approved experts in those fields. And you, uh, go ahead. You want to know who this applies to? Uh, that's very cult like, and is in my top five modern day cults. <laughs> go what? on, academia. Oh, Ac- fucking <laughs> academia. Oh yeah. It is. You are in the club. You can't get a decent job if you're not in the club. You have to speak the language of the club. You have a very certain set of ideas you're allowed to adhere to. You, uh, it, it is like literally what a cult is, is the, the ac- the academic system is one of the most insane pyramid schemes. There's people with power at the top 
the recruiting is all the way through it. It's like that checks every fucking box on this list. I I absolutely agree, and I think it it spawned out of the social sciences too. Uh, which is funny because worse because you have to have some modern you have to have some if it's an applied science you have to have some level of skill which helps weed that out a little bit yes. but even then you have some of it my my first hand experience with being in the applied sciences at a university level have been that the social sciences have decreed what the hard sciences can do or say in their personal and private lives and that's become like the very scary part too like the, the social sciences are coming to the hard sciences and being like, well, you need to start doing this. You need to start doing this. And at the end of the day, and they are the, the so and they are because they don't want to be labeled as a racist or a degenerate or something like that. And it, it's another level of, of language policing. And it's one of the reasons why I took a job out of it for, for the most part, like it is, been so invigorating to get out of the university system and out of the uh, R&D research that I've been, uh, the R&D system that I've been in and, and get into the private sector and just meet actual people that haven't been indoctrinated by like, like, like you said, this cult of, of academia. It's true. Like, uh, and, and they, they won't even listen to somebody outside the cult because they're the unwashed masses. They're the dummies that anybody that hasn't been, that hasn't gone through their system, they're already, they already know that they're not worth listening to. So you want to talk about a way to control ideas and just fil filter them in any way you want. And how that system works is so insane. And it's really like, there's like prestigious people that donate into back into that system that then filter people from the bottom up. It's a way to it's a way to promote nepotism. It's a way to promote only your own ideas. You can it can uh, consolidate power. You want to talk about the funding? There's not a more successful cult funding wise, except for <laughs> maybe the fucking Vatican. Yeah, it's a academia. Insane. Well, it's backed entirely by the United States government. The United States government is giving college loans to people yeah. that for degrees that they shouldn't be getting that are not employable degrees that teach them but essentially they nothing loans oh because people give the politicians big bags of money to approve them they approve them because people sign their name on a piece of paper and they don't know any better and, well, and I mean, they're also paying them off for forever with interest so like Yes, yes. And it's the biggest money-making scam that the, the, the United States government has ever conducted on the United States populace is give them fucking... I'm, I'm sorry for cussing so much. I'm trying to stop. But to give them <laughs> loans from the government to go to school for an education that they don't need. I'm sorry, but the only way I get my coffee from a barista is if that barista has a, a fucking... Or, I'm sorry, a college education. I will not accept a coffee anymore from a barista that does not have a college education. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and if that's not a meme that like rings true in people's minds, like that, that's been going around for years now. Where it's like, oh, I'm working like all these like low-paying jobs to pay off my student loans. It's like, well, you shouldn't have taken out that student loan. I'm sorry, but you're an idiot. You're just an idiot. It's not an idiot. They're they're literally you're talking about kids that went from the time they were five went through the school system. Being told the whole time by their boomer parents and by every single person around them they have to go to get a good job, which they do. 
But then there's all these bullshit degrees available for people that don't know what the fuck they're doing exactly. And it doesn't, it doesn't work out. There's no, there is no chance for most of these people. They're not even idiots. They've been fucked over from the time they were children. Like you're talking about a cult that's been raising them since they were five. Yeah. The academia cult doesn't start at college, dude. It starts in your fucking in kindergarten. Yeah. And and with this throughout uh, all of your education, uh, yeah, grade school, uh, middle school, high school, and uh, into college, and, and in the workplace too. There's such a uh, stigma, or well, there's in culturally too. There's there's a stigma against people who don't have college degrees, and there's uh, kind of a, a veneration of people who have higher degrees. They're masters and PhDs, and uh, doing their postdoctoral research. That these people are somehow uh, great people and super smart and better than you in some way, and it's. It, it takes some unlearning because it's it's such a so strange. It takes some just meeting regular people and not being stuck in academia around all those people who are subscribing to that same philosophy. And it's a uh, that too. It's it's that uh, yeah, stigmatizing the out group um, that we we've brought up a bit already. You're, you're preaching to the choir on this one, Josh, because I personally have a cousin who is a doctor who is a nurse administrator. And it's like, what the fuck do you need a doctorate in nursing administration for? Like, that is... Well, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> like, it's like, is... do certain jobs open up when you when you get that degree or something? Because that's, that's a thing, too, where uh, in the engineering field, and especially more specialized, like, or specific one, like, uh, like what I'm in, it's more jobs open up when you have a PhD or master's. Like, certain, like, uh, say certain Navy labs are... are kind of pretentious about only hiring people with a phd for a certain department is it certain departments and like at the, it becomes a it, gatekeeping at that point yes it, it is yeah. a source of compliance from the, the the corporate side of things too where it's like well the people in charge have gone through the system as well and so therefore they're going to adhere to this system where the only person qualified is someone else with a phd in nursing administration and it helps them it helps them hand off sick jobs to their kids and family and friends that okay that too yeah there's so many perks to upholding that system if you've gone through it so if you've been approved by the beast like you've been approved by this fucking (laughs) system upholding it is to your benefit so the people making the rules to uphold it are the ones benefiting the most from upholding it Yes. The end. Like, it's so easy. And and there's even, like, the human element of jealousy. Like, the the guy that has the $100,000 in college loans is like, well, fuck all these people that didn't have to take on those loans and pay them back. Why would I tear this down for them, even if it's the right thing to do? They feel like it's unfair. You know how many adults operate off of what they feel personally, like, God forbid they make the life easier of the people ne- that coming up next, but you know because well, they just would feel slighted. To start the catchphrase, they didn't put in the work, right? They're not qualified yeah. for the job because they didn't put in the work, which is write 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 your signature on a on a on a loan for two hundred thousand dollars for a higher education degree that taught them literally nothing, literally nothing. So yeah, nothing. You can yeah. learn more. In a one-year apprenticeship, then you will learn in eight years of college. Guaranteed. Absolutely. All day long. And that's absolutely... Real-world experience. Any experience outside of a university is better experience. I'm going to tell you that right now. 
or but let's move you on. But to, you can't get your foot in the door without that piece of paper. It's yeah. insane. There there are certain there are certain professions where you're able to do that though. And it's getting smaller and smaller and smaller though. Uh, but the next point here, um, the main goal of a cult is to simply grow, grow, grow. There is no end in sight in terms of recruitment or fundraising or power. So immediately jumping back into BLM, the, the fundraising aspect is there, obviously. You need to donate, you need to help black-owned businesses. It's like, well, what about every business in, in, during the pandemic? They're all being shut down. Not all of them are uh, being the black looted ones are and being, burned down. Uh, targeted worse. They're, they're, a lot of the riots are taking place in, in predominantly black neighborhoods, and, and inadvertently a lot of black-owned businesses are getting damaged worse. And, and a lot of the, just the, I, I think you're, you're missing the point that black people in general are being... Uh, they're they're more vulnerable to the hazards of the spider. I don't know. You know. You know what I mean. The stupid talking BLM points that they're trying, trying to, to describe. Yeah, justify the BLM's not even trying to recruit black people. They don't give a fuck about recruiting black. They're trying to recruit. Oh no. Like yeah, white chicks. Like right? Am I am I wrong in thinking well, that? Like white you're chicks not is wrong. their main demographic. You're not wrong because in the cult of Robin D'Angelo and uh, the white fragility, like like I said earlier, if if you don't buy into this ideology. Then you're a part of the problem. If you're not, if you're not accepting of the fact of your white privilege and trying to do everything in your power in every second of the day to get away from that privilege and, and to spread that privilege to other like minorities, essentially, then you are a part of the problem, and it, it turns that other hostile non-believer in, into a target for them. You, you pressure them enough to join join the ideology themselves right mm -hmm. so they'll, they'll, they'll one of my favorite you. parts go ahead well one of my favorite parts about that is uh any anytime that they're like pushing for all these demands and like they're trying to somebody's trying to explain to you what a problem is so like they'll be like you know all the white people are racist that's the problem and you're like okay quantify to me how to solve it if you can give me a, a quantifiable thing that will make it all better, and you you all agree that it's gone now, then what is it? And if they can't give you a quantifiable thing to, to end it, ignore it. It's not worth your time. Uh, the bullet point said, grow, ignore grow, them grow without limit. Um, so there's no quantifying this. Yeah, it's like, how many times do I have to kneel in front of a black guy and be like, I'm sorry, I'm super racist? Like, how many times and then until I'm on, like, the not racist list? Is it, like, 30? Is it 50? <laughs> 100? Like, is there a number... There's not. Okay, then I'm just going to ignore you. Like, that's... Yeah. How much and how many times do I have to recognize my white privilege to get out of it? Right? Yeah, that, that's I've, the I've, ultimate I have question. A badge that says I recognize it. Yeah. Like, totally. I'm just going to tattoo it on my forehead. I accept my white... I, I, I acknowledge my white privilege and I renounce it kind of thing. I'm just going to rubber stamp that's a it. a dope tattoo. <laughs> I mean that 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 is essentially there is no quantification to it, and you're you're right in that because you're like, well, okay, well, what's the solution to this problem? It's like, well, white people need to acknowledge that they're that they have a privilege, and it's like, okay, well, what? Tell me how is that? If if ninety nine percent of the white people do that, what will that do, and will it be enough? And they'll say, no, it has to be a hundred percent. And uh, they, it, they go it, that, on, but they, they never explain how, how acknowledging white privilege would ever solve anything, would ever solve it. 
No, no, it's uh, yeah, it, it goes into Aaron's. Um, this is a uh, chick targeted organization in that they they understand the or, or stereotypically they understand the um the mentality of I just want to complain. I don't want a solution. I just want the the talk about this privilege and victimhood. I don't want it to do anything about the privilege and victimhood or solve the problem. Like, I don't know a single black dude, like, when I, like, all my friends at P.F. Chang's, like, if you've worked in any restaurant, every cook is black. Every cook and, like, three of the servers are black. Well, that, not a single one of them has ever, ever fucking posted a Black Lives Matter shit. I had one, there's one hippie black chick. It's, like, liberal chicks. That's it. They're the only ones that care about it. They don't, race isn't even part of the recruiting. It's fucking retarded. The whole thing is so stupid. All right, so I'm going to move into the next section here. Cults <laughs> make a point of getting footholds into the institution of society, including government, media, and education, in order to get mainstream <laughs> credibility. Well, you've seen that in just about everything, right? Whether it's the mass debate and the correct doctors to listen to, or the social scientists like Dr. D'Angelo with the white fragility, they are in education. They are in the media. The media reports on these things uncritically verbatim they don't even question anything that these people say they they don't put it under a critical lens whatsoever and then government you have people in government like dr fauci you have people that are uh, going around uh, less so like elective uh, elected officials right but the the entire what was it uh i i saw an article the other day uh the city of Seattle is forcing every white person that works for the employee of the city has to take a diversity training, which is route. Uh, uh, is the white people? How is this not like just, workplace discrimination? Just white people. Just white people have to take diversity training, and Most it's centered. Class how, how and it's centered. Like, can European Americans be white, or like, can they be non-white? Can uh, some Middle Eastern people who uh, may appear white, say like a, a Armenian? Uh, Palestinian, Israeli, whatever. Like, are they white? Are they not white? What are they even defining? About one percent of the white people get to not be white. If you know what I'm talking about, about one to two percent of them, <laughs> they get to not be white when it suits them. <laughs> but if they're going to discriminate, they need to know what they're discriminating by. What a! I, I, I wish I I wish I had that news article up about uh, the city of Seattle doing that, but. It, it was based entirely off of Dr. D'Angelo's uh, white fragility kind of corporate diversity training that they had set up. It's all based off that. Um, and th this is what they're doing. They're in, they're in every major cultural institution that we have at this point, government, media, and education. I mean, every fuck, every corner of it, every corner of it. Sorry. Yeah, it does. It, it fits all. It fits every single uh, statement there. That's funny because uh, yeah, academia definitely does. Mask pro mask people fits every single one of those. Um, I only hit one on my cult. My cult only hit one of them. That's that's good. Well, that's good to hear. Yeah. Owen's, not a cult then. Owen's not a cult so far. And that's only a, that's only a maybe. I just well, can't disprove that. He might have a secret hidden agenda, and I can't prove or disprove that. We got one I more. I still though. say we, we redefine cult. Oh, sorry, one more redemption. Yeah, we got one more. Cults are very organized in suppressing critics and criticism. 
So, I mean, I think we've covered that mostly, especially both BLM and, and, and the mass cults. Uh, I mean, the mass cults. Disinformation. Are... Yeah. This isn't, this well, isn't I mean, about like, criticism we're talking about here. This is disinformation that is uh, literally killing people, if not also racist. They've been censoring uh, frontline doctors for the mass. Uh, you have Neil Cavuto telling you that you're going to die if you ever take hydroxychloroquine, which has been on the market for 70 plus years. Uh, and only now has it become a problem that people are taking it. Uh, and and the people like the the Karens that you see at like Home Depot yelling at you for not wearing a mask when you're like 40 feet away from them. Stuff like that. And, and then also BLM yelling at you for not accepting for not acknowledging your white privilege and other BS like that. Hold on, I want to I want to I really want to get us to compile a top five list here. What's our top five cults going right now? What do we got? Uh, modern day cults. Um, I, I mean, definitely anything in the entertainment industry. Uh, is BLM the... just mixed in with SJWs or them specifically? I'm, I'm going to mix them in. Yeah, I, yeah, I would I'd assume. So. Yeah, they're in the same group, right? Yeah. Bob and I mean, if you look, I mean, mixed it... in organizations. <laughs> I'm a mixed race organization. <laughs> 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 All right, so we have. Uh, uh, but I'm I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, BLM and SVWs, that's in that's one in our top five cults right now. Academia hit every checkbox. Academia is like the kings of this. The, the, the amount of money going to them and the amount of corp, uh, corporate sponsorship for that, like they're in every single, they are one of the pillars. Yes. Let alone yeah. getting into it. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I want to say all of entertainment uh, media, entertainment industry, but um, that might just Kind of fit in as SJWs too. Uh, it's a they bit don't really recruit though. Um, I, they don't really recruit. They're just kind of uh, they're kind of like uh, they help promote certain cults, but I don't know if they're a cult themselves. There's no endless recruitment for that. I I think they're um, they're the recruitment uh, arm of all the other cults. I think, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, I mean, they're like the the media that cults have the foothold yeah. in. All the cults have an arm inside of the media trying to get them inside. So it's like, you know, like, let's say Scientology. You have, like, the very famous Scientologist. Um, oh, God, who was that one Tom actor? Cruise. Tom, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise, yeah. Tom, Tom Cruise, Cruise going around. Travolta and stuff like that. Like, they, they have, Travolta's you know, media figures that are trying to recruit for, for their aims. And I, I, I think... All of the cults use media and uh, Hollywood as a propaganda arm. So it, it kind of depends, but I, I think 90% of media is uh, is plagued with those types of, of cult-like behaviors. It, but it's a, a varying, varying different uh, styles of cults that they're all trying to recruit from. Okay. Like, One of my favorites right now is uh, is just the... The I I love science people, honestly. That that is a pretty good one. Yeah, that that is a pretty good like, one. I mean, think about it. they're the they're they, the way they act now is like the church ladies of the nineties, like the churchian types, where they're like, "Don't do that, you're going to hell," and blah 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 blah. blah. That's like cult like behavior. Like that's the that's the crap that's cult like. That is it. It really is the enforcing of your belief system's will upon other people. Like, not only just trying to recruit, but recruit and enforce, like, anybody outside of, like, fall, that anyone that falls outside of your cult's guidelines, you must 
socially ostracized. Okay. Okay. Any any so, more examples y'all have uh, off the top of your heads? Well, here I don't know. Uh, the science people. How about um, uh, global warming? My favorite is vac. Va- oh, oh, global God, warming. Global yeah, that's, warming the, that's the perfect yes. one. Yeah. I think it's the amount of money being funded for that, yes. ev- everything in that. If you don't believe in it, um, because uh, I don't know, I've looked at the ocean and it's the same as when I was five. It's like <laughs> the water you, levels. If, if there from was water rise, yeah, if there's water level rise, New Orleans wouldn't exist right now, guys. Like it just, it's all it wouldn't. below sea level pretty much. Yeah, there's none. There's no water level rise. Everyone stop. London wouldn't exist. Okay, so there, there, we, we yeah, have another a lot of places. List. We have another list related to cults here. Bob, uh, you want to get into, the, into this? Yes, these what? are a little bit more refined. It's more of like a personal level, the more of like the tactics on a personal level. So number one here is uh, keep the person unaware of what's going on and how he or she is being changed a step at a time. So I, I think that's kind of vague. I think that's kind of like whatever. It's like, yeah, like you can subtly influence people over time in such a slow and maniacal way that they 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 wouldn't notice. And I think that happens with like a lot of things, whether you're learning like arithmetic or the ideology of BLM kind of thing, right? You know what that goes directly into is what the idea I was talking about when external ideas are placed inside of you and you don't actually know, you didn't come to the conclusion yourself. Yes. That is that. That's that because that's like where you're taking on ideologies that you haven't even thought of and you still strongly believe in, but you don't even know why. That's what you mean by like an unaware change. And they haven't even even realized they've become part of your worldview too. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, it's become part of people's worldview in the last six months that you have to wear a fucking diaper on your head or else you're going to kill grandma. They didn't come to that conclusion on their own. Like that is just the media repeating it to them. I mean, it wasn't subtle, but it was one step at a time, right? First it was the face mask. And now, now even Dr. Fauci is pushing for the, the, the face shield, the plastic shield that starts at your forehead and goes down. Right. They're going to go. So people are going to start wearing the riot gear now. I mean, yeah, I, I, honestly, if they're like the only way to stop coronavirus, we just figured it out is to shove this corn cob directly up your ass and just hold it there for six months. <laughs> like people would try to do it. Yeah. OK. Well, OK. The big example I or I can think of immediately with that is um, looking back. At, if I watch a comedy movie from 10, 20, 30 years ago or, or even like look at something I may have uh, said or tweeted five years ago or whatever, what type of speech is okay? Or like even how my speech has changed to go at least be partially politically correct, whether it be uh, something like uh, misgendering or tranny now, I mean, tra- transgender instead of transvestite or, and being um, uh, derogatory or, uh, you know, F slur N word, all those things that weren't, you know, I'm sorry. What's the F slur? Yeah, were you just dropping hard F slurs and hard N words back in the day on your tweets? <laughs> um, you know, uh, let's let's. Uh, Ten year old Josh's past. tweets were intense. <laughs> I think uh, we the, have documented. Twenty eleven internet this, was a way. very different place. Excuse me very much. Uh, Twenty eleven internet was a very different place. Um, let's uh, let's let's move on. Uh, Bob, what is uh, point bullet point number two on this new list? 
Number two, control the person's social and or physical environment, especially control the person's time. So school, school again. <laughs> yes. Okay. Very good. Um, Dude, this whole thing should just be school. School is the biggest cult oh we've ever encountered. That's disturbing how place. like how perfectly school fits in every single one of these categories. Not only that, but they do it the best. They're not even, no one else is even close to fitting that category like school does. I would like to point out that I remember being educated back in elementary school about the food pyramid. Let's just leave that there. (laughs) Uh, Oh, here's an example with uh, the um, recent current events, uh, protests with uh, taking control of your time. Imagine what part of people's lives, a lot of people's lives has been, have been spent protesting every evening or many evenings for uh, a week or weeks on end. And, and even if it's just, and even kind of the, the separate or a um, more abstracted side of that, uh, going on social media and feeling a need to either enforce the, the same beliefs or to argue with people with different beliefs where uh, these things are just taking up an inordinate, inordinate amount of people's time. Well, also the fact that, say, like, uh, the BLM movement has been trying to convince white people to give their, uh, the people they know that are uh, POCs, people of, people of color, however you want to say that uh, these days. <clears throat> BIPOCs, black and indigenous people. Yeah, it's like, they're saying it's like, man, if you're a white person, you need to, like, send a black person that you know, like a hundred bucks via PayPal, send me a hundred bucks via PayPal. And it's like, well, that indirectly correlates to time. You know, everyone gets paid like an hourly wage and, and stuff like that. Uh, I mean, that could kind of, kind of, yeah. Jokes I mean, that's a bit you. of a stretch. My time's worth nothing. But, Sorry, but to ahead. control the person's social and physical environment fits perfectly into the, the mask cult. Because it's like, well, if they're controlling your physical environment, they're controlling the the, the things that you're allowed the to wear. The air you breathe. The air that you breathe. <laughs> right? Uh, literally. You remember yeah. when it was the joke, like, eventually they'll find a way to make air illegal or make air. We thought that was a Spaceballs uh, joke. Okay. Yeah, it didn't take long for that one to fucking hit home high. Here we go. Hold on your mask. Like space- take out a can yeah, of Perrier. Yeah, balls with the canned air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. put on your mask <laughs> and baseball. Off with a can of Perrier. Yeah. To combat that CO two uh, enrichment that you're that you're getting. I, I think. Yeah. Uh, Bob, I think all the science, these scientific studies point. That, sorry, go on. They they point to what? Let's go ahead and finish that. Oh, that that it's uh, mask masks do not inhibit your breathing or do not collect carbon dioxide oh. and something something. It's I read a couple articles on it and like a couple of them had some evidence, but it wasn't particularly well, convincing. I I saw some spaz on, so I don't browse Reddit very often, but every now and again I hit R all and I just see what's going on with the 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 low life degenerate spurgs that are composing of the reddit community and there was looking at reddit is more shameful than just like oh it's so shameful gay porn but what, one of the That's top videos debating one of the top yeah. videos like like this last week was like some guy he was like i wore 10 face masks uh face mask in a hundred um hundred degree weather and i ran one kilometer and i was just fine and 
So it's like this, one kilometer. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So short as hell. Guy, he, he puts on all these these face masks and it speeds him up as he's running but he's constantly trying to like put the mask back on and then he walks like half of it and i was like well you didn't even do your experiment right you dumbass like <laughs> yeah, Bob, this, this is science <laughs> i'm like overweight and i smoke a pack a day and i could run a kilometer yeah. jesus christ <laughs> god it's like 0.6 miles uh, i need, I need I a felt- presidential fitness challenge to come back Exactly. <laughs> I yeah. love that. I love the presidential fitness <laughs> challenge. Except I, I my my little I looked like a little Augustus Gloop, and I had real skinny. I still have real skinny arms, but I have really skinny arms and like a giant stupid ofy body. And I couldn't do the stupid pull ups. I could do like one pull up, so I'd never get like the award because I couldn't do the pull ups enough. Well, that's the problem I have with the the PE awards is because women and uh, and men had different categories and different standards for it. So they had it, the it, knee push ups. Yeah, they, they had, the they chick had like the, the chick push ups where it's like the guys had to do twelve pull ups to get presidential, and the chicks had to do like I think like three or four, and it's like that's not even that's not even near near the ballpark of what like guys have to do but i i, I couldn't I think, hit the i couldn't even get close to the pull-ups so it didn't matter yeah it was never meant for me so i, I think the number three point here for colts actually rings home pretty strongly and it's a uh, three systematically creates a sense of powerlessness fear and dependency in the person or ideology and i think this what's, is what's that heroin's a cult i i think holy fuck I think the the mask one really rings home because how how powerless and fearful do you get when someone not wearing a mask in your general vicinity within eyesight of you is putting your life in in grave danger like that is what it's come down to right am I wrong am I wrong oh no the mask, I, I can't relate the mask to those thoughts is a but real call apparently people oh. do think that. Oh yeah, I mean these people—they're like they literally think that they're, they're gonna die because some random dude at Walmart that is uh, forty feet away from them isn't wearing a mask. And oh god, it, it's like the saddest thing to see. People just freak out. Like we have raised such hypochondriacs to this point where you know if you don't take one hundred percent measures one hundred percent of the time. You are deemed. I mean, you you have blood on your hands, right? That's where they're they're drawing the logical line here. It's like if you're not doing if you're not doing the work to protect yous and yours from this evil COVID nineteen, then you are literally killing people. You have blood on your hands at this point. Oh, honestly, can I take it one step farther? What? Because you're right. That's the that's the mass cult. 100%, but even look at things like um, vaxxers versus anti-vaxxers. You th- you know, you ask somebody, and they'll think that the anti-vaxxers are the cult, but it's like if you think the vaccine works, you're safe, but they've got it to the point where they've convinced people that got the vaccine think that they're still going to get sick because of the people that didn't get vaccinated, because they think you need an entire herd immunity, and they've actually, because they want that number to grow, there is big fucking money in that. Like, that is exactly the same thing, but this is on, like, a way more grandiose scale. This entire thing is a giant pharmaceutical scam on a grandiose scale that then a bunch of other people have jumped in for their own separate reasons. 
Well, that's that's it too. With uh, recently, I think most recent thing I heard from Fauci was um, he said something like, "We'll be lucky if the the um, <clears throat> vaccine is sixty percent effective, or is this like sixty percent success rate?" And like that th- that will be the metric apparently for approving uh, widespread use of it. And looking at, I thought that, it was low 50, re- I thought it was like fifty one percent that a vaccine has it, to oh, be it, effective. It, uh, it might be that might be the the standard, um, but he he's saying like I, I don't know, that, but th- that's the last thing I heard Fauci say. Uh, effectively, suggest the vaccine that uh, will be promoted and will be widespread will be sixty percent effective uh, in whatever limited tests they have. But looking at those low regulatory low regulatory standards plus the billions of dollars that the U.S. government is, is dishing out to company after company after company to produce hundreds of millions of vaccine doses. There's money in vaccines. Jesus Christ, this is, uh, this yeah. is a it, problem. If, if you view your physical health as dependent on an outside variable, then, then there is a problem there, right? Am I wrong? There's some, yeah, no there's some cases, there, there are some cases where, where yes, like serious medical conditions you are dependent on like you if you get cancer or something like that you are dependent on an outside variable but for the most part like like not being shot by a bullet (laughs) causes quite the medical problem even some autoimmune stuff like dietary changes can uh can fix so like if you yeah if you fix your internal self and work on that uh, like be healthy, then you're not necessarily you're much less likely to be dependent on outside sources, uh, like Bob just said, or that it's a problem if you're fully dependent or immediately immediately yeah. dependent. If you're on a reasonably sources. healthy person that isn't diabetic and has like six fucking sorry comorbidities, then you have like literally nothing to worry about, literally nothing. But it's like, oh, uh, if you can get convinced where if someone a hundred feet away from you isn't wearing a mask and you're at risk of dying because of that, then you are dependent on someone else's actions for your own health factor. Two, only two people have actually said anything to me at the grocery store, and they both were old men that looked like the Troll King in, uh, <laughs> in that, uh, The Hobbit. Yes. You know, like, you know what I'm talking about? The Gremlin? He's like the Gremlin King. He's like that big, fat Jabba the Hutt with a huge, like, just that old man potato nose that just has grown like out of control. He's yeah. like a three hundred pound, like clearly diabetic, wispy, greasy white hair. Like he hasn't showered in like days. All right. Oh yeah. Like the most unhealthy person on the planet. That's the only people that have been like, "Oh my god, oh my god, Susan, can you believe that this guy's <laughs> making me so unhealthy?" Oh. I might like his jowls just shaking. I, I might die because of this guy, not because of the forty years I've spent on the couch drinking beers and smoking cigarettes and gaining four hundred pounds in a month. Oh, dude, yeah, he's been feeding. He's been feeding himself right out of a McDonald's trough. Like it's <laughs> brutal. The food pyramid. If you want your upper body to look like a pyramid. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> All right. So number four, suppress old behavior and attitudes by manipulating a system of rewards, punishments, and experiences. I mean, that's, I that's kind of this. the whole afterlife thing is a, a offered reward and like yeah. the whole idea of being virtuous. Well, yeah, totally. Getting to live past November 
uh, also is another manipulation of that too, right? <laughs> that's my, yeah. That's my favorite, or that's my least favorite part about religion is actually any kind of afterlife talk. I, I, I yeah. assume there's none. Even if there is consciousness outside of this consciousness, I just assume it's not true. Like, <laughs> just because I, that if you're doing it at all for the fucking, uh, if you're into any kind of religion thing, just because you're hoping that there's more to this when the, after you die, you're doing it for the wrong reasons. You're you're fucking up somewhere. It's, it's like going to make you stumble. Well, l- let me tie in here because yes. number five is essentially the same thing. It's instill new behavior and attitudes by manipulating the system of rewards, punishments, and experiences that induce a group-approved behavior. So, I mean, like, that's essentially the same thing. It's the same thing that ties into, like, actual religion, uh, like, the, the Ten Commandments. Why well, I hate churches. Yeah. Churches, honestly, yeah. mostly are kind of culty. Oh, yeah. Um, Mo- mostly, yeah. So once in a while, you get a good one um, with just some cool people. But when it when they start, like, really, like, pushing their... I love when it's, like, if any... Here's, here's another cult one. If any church person is, like... Well, you're wrong because I'm a Lutheran and you're a Baptist and my specific way to talk to God is the right one. You're like, if you think you know what God is thinking, you're probably a delusional person in a cult. I, I think it's like the end. I think it's funny that your example is Lutheran because they're usually the laid back ones who don't care about that specifically. I, I don't know. Whereas the, I, the Catholics are like the, the Christian super, supremacists or like the they're. Well, I, no, I, I think the, the Baptists, Catholics barely care. The Baptists are up there, I think, in uh, superiority okay. I, and I also like rule following kind of thing. I don't know. I'm, I don't know. I'm not too big. Whatever on that your either. sect is, if you think your sect is right because you think you know what God is thinking, then you're you're definitely you're ex- exhibiting cult like behavior. Not right, but it's like better <laughs> like, than the other sects, you know. <laughs> I mean, at least the SGWs just think that they know what's best. For you as a human, if you think you know what God is thinking, you're out of your fucking mind. That's great. But and we, what is we the have oh, yeah. wait. Well, we have a group uh, induce group approved behaviors, and so you, you see that a lot in um, literally just wearing the mask right out in public and everything like that. The only thing I don't see in this is like the BLM thing because there is no system of rewards for white people proselytizing themselves in front of uh, the black community, you know, like kneeling down in front, in front of a black guy on the street for like literally no reason other than to acknowledge their white, their white supremacy kind of thing or their white privilege. Yeah, virtue signaling. Compa- virtue signaling. They, they, yeah. uh, they get some social credit and look like an ally and they think they're virtuous or it is effectively like a religious idea of virtue. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But like, that's the only thing is like, as far as current day cult behavior, I mean, the masks to me take their masks and people with degrees are just like they're peak, peak this behavior. But the mask thing right now is the the mask people are insane and they get they're the ones that are most uh, like emotionally invested in this. or they have the most visceral emotional responses, which is how you know that they're the ones indoctrinated. Yes, All right, number six, put, put forth a closed system of logic and an authoritarian structure that permits no feedback and refuses to be modified except by leadership approval. Well, that rings home for just about everything we've talked about these days. <laughs> yep. 
What, leadership Academia, approval? BLM, mask people. That's all yeah. of it, dude. That's all of it. You, you have to listen to approved doctors. You have to listen yeah. to Dr. D'Angelo when it comes to white privilege. Uh, uh, climate change. You have to listen to all the climate scientists. That's a Thunberg. You know? Yeah, 20 years from now, yeah, we're yeah. all going to be underwater, guys. That, that was said, like, what, 12 years ago? Oh, yeah. yeah. Didn't, uh, OC, didn't the AOC say that we were going to all be dead by, like, 2022 or something? She had a really short prediction, which is great. <laughs> it's coming up already pretty soon. The, the shorter, uh, the better, really. Uh, AOC is representative for our generation, and uh, she's great. But um, I also want to say, yeah, comment that, that we have the infallible Pope Fauci, who who's modifying the rules. That's a very important there, thing there. Uh, in modifying the what authoritarian structures, that that whatever that comment says, uh, where he has the no masks, <laughs> yes masks, yes, uh, your excellency, yes, yes, the face shields. <laughs> oh. Uh... Awesome. I, I like this uh, little uh, I like this little overview on cult modern day cult behavior. So I, I'm going to keep this up. I'm going to keep all these bullet points up that we talked about. And we're, I'm going to point them out in future episodes, by the way. So this is going to be a reference point in episode 15 for everyone. Every time I bring this up, uh, I'm going to I'm going to re or episode 16. I'm going to revert back to it. I'm going to let everyone know. <laughs> How oh, yeah. how like all of these modern sure. the these modern um, political environmental social movements that we get are tied into cult behavior and the attitudes that these people give on an everyday basis for all these topics that cr- create such division in in our culture in our society and in our country because right now that's that's all we're getting is division animosity like literally everything like th- this hits all of the uh hits all of the key points with everything we're experiencing if you follow like corporate news and corporate media honestly um next week because i i do i like referring back to this kind of stuff because we're i mean we're in decent agreement with what cult like behavior is uh it definitely comes down to enforcement uh growth and like uh well, external ideas, ideology being like put in on somebody. Well, also policing of both physical environment and ideological conversations too. Yep, a consequence system, like yeah. a, a ri- like a risk reward. It's either it's uh it's the same as like Pavlov's experiment. Like you can you or not Pavlov's. Uh, what's the risk like? What's it called in psychology where it's like uh you can have positive reinforcement and negative reinforcement, where it's like They'll do one or the other or both. Um, it is this like uh, policing of of their own ideologies that's part of it, and uh, and look out for the people that won't let you disagree with them, and the people that do let you disagree with them probably are a little closer to how you want to be, to be honest. And if they try to make you feel powerless, if they give you a sense of fear or dependency, that's a big red flag. And I learned that. From being raised as a Catholic, you know, there's a common, there's a, there's, there's, there's a common trait here. And I I think everyone can recognize it. It's called Catholic guilt. And this is how they got everyone to just throw money at the Catholic church and why the Catholic church has become so powerful over the years. They guilt trip you into becoming dependent 
feeling powerless and instilling fear into you to be able to get control over you. If if these are the the things that these movements are doing to you and you recognize these, like bail. Fucking bail as fast as you can, start doing your own research and fuck and start looking into these things yourself. Yeah. Totally. I 100% agree with that. That is per- like the Catholic like everyone knows that one too, like the Catholic guilt. Yes. That yeah, oh yeah. shame, pushing, like guilt, fear, all that, the fire and brimstone and all that shit. Like everyone can relate to that. Everyone knows it. People that weren't raised Catholic know it just from hearing about it. We all have that idea in our head and it's no different than how they're doing it right now. Yeah, exactly. This is why I've been so uh, resistant to all of these like modern movements too, is because I grew up Catholic and I understand it intrinsically. Like, the second someone starts guilt tripping me into doing something, I'm like, you're full of crap, dude. You need to get the hell away from me, kind of thing. And Bob, you sound it, like it always... a uh, you sound like a not broken person, as in you got out of one abusive relationship and did not go immediately into another. Uh, sorry, finish what you're saying. What you're saying, then. Uh, <laughs> wrap up. Well, I'm currently looking for a brand new abusive relationship, so hit me up. <laughs> oh my! Oh my! <laughs> <laughs> no, I, that was that was my wrap up. You know, I, I I think we've drilled it home pretty effectively. Uh, this entire episode here, we've had pretty good points going on. So, I, I enjoy everyone for sticking through and hearing how you're being manipulated by the media, academia, and just about and, and the government. And these. Fucking idiots, these mask people. God damn. Honestly, if you're a mask person, get out of here. You're not joining our cult right now. You're not allowed in our group. <laughs> we have a strict policy against people who wear masks. Yeah, mask if you're pro-mask, we <laughs> shame you into being an unmasked alpha. <laughs> Speaking of which, next week, we sh- really, uh, I would love to talk about the uh, social sexual hierarchy because that shit's so useful. Like, if I would love to hear like people's response to on after hearing it and start applying it to people. And then I also want us to figure out where each of us fall in that and see if we agree. We, we, okay. Let's do it in like two weeks or something. So I have time to write a stupid quiz for us to take on air. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. Amazing. Okay. <laughs> I Deal. would love that. Great. <laughs> the more stupid. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Thanks for okay, listening. Episode 16. And remember all the links are going to be in the show notes so you can, Read stuff and think about it for yourself and uh, pretend you're not in a cult. If not, you're kicked out. Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) Good night. Take care, guys.